Hello, welcome back to Nerdry. This is Trinity. This is my Angry Nerdy podcast, and I figured it was time for me to hit you guys back up again with some of my book recommendations, where I'm at currently in my reading, what I'm angry about, and then something that I'm passionately nerdy about. Uh, so I did finally finish The Hobbit. Yay! Clap, clap, clap. Um, I'm really... <laughs> happy about that because it took me a very long time to read it, almost four months. And it's a 300-page book, which tells you that I'm a very slow reader. I tend to be much slower if I'm having a hard time concentrating on the book, or if I've got a lot of stuff going on, I'll set it aside. Or if it's just not really drawing me in. I, I had really hoped that The Hobbit would draw me in much more than what it did. I, I did enjoy reading it. Um, you know, it kind of gave, gave me a good feeling at the end, you know, when everything was resolved. Uh, but I, I do have to say, it's one of those, like, put it on your to-read list because you respect J.R.R. Tolkien um, and his work, and not so much because you're going to love it. Um, if you read the books as a kid, you're going to have a, a lot better feelings about this. Um, it's It's much harder reading it. You know, as as an adult, having seen all the movies and and a bit, you know, removed from the times of when The Hobbit was written, it's much more difficult. So you're going to have varying degrees of lovability for this book. So I started a new book, and it was a recommendation by my boss at work. It's called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And uh, I'm <laughs> sorely in need of this book because... My house is, well, it needs some life-changing magic. Um, this is written by Marie Kondo, and it's called The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing. Uh, my reason for reading this is because I want to make a change in my life, and I've heard really good things about it, so I thought I would give it a shot. So far, it's been an enjoyable read. Um, it, it's more personal than you would think. It's not just like a how-to book, you know, she, she talks a lot about her experiences as well. So far, it's been enjoyable. That being said, I'm only 12 pages in, but still, hey, that's really fast for me. <laughs> book recommendations. Um, I was planning on recommending... Oh, shoot. What the hell was I going to recommend? I had it. I had it. Oh, oh, um... Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. I recently read that one, and I actually read it pretty quickly. It was a very enjoyable read. I, I've gotten much more into reading nonfiction books in the last, I don't know, two or three years. And uh, I used to only read fin um, Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, I used to only read fantasy um, and sci-fi books for years. I mean, the majority of my life. Um, and then when I started working at this natural pet store that I work at and I started getting training in nutrition and biology, I really got into it and I was very excited about the idea of, I don't know, becoming more knowledgeable, learning more about my world, which is part of, um, what I talked about in my first podcast. Books like these are really nice if you haven't spent a lot of time getting like 101s and in, in all these different fields of science because it, it talks about it in such a way that you can pretty much understand. Uh, I was really impressed with Neil deGrasse Tyson's writing. Um, 
I think he's a pretty cool person. I know a lot of people find him to be very boisterous and arrogant. Eh, yeah, kind of. Kind of can see that um, for sure. I look at it more like, you know, nobody's perfect. He's actually got a lot to say um, and a lot to be proud of. Uh, his his accomplishments and his education and learning and who he's been able to reach and talk to. Um, I also saw him on a YouTube show called, I think it's The Hot Ones, uh, where he's eating um, wings doused in um, varying and increasing levels of hot sauce that just get hotter and hotter. And I've never seen someone deal with that so well. Uh, and he's pretty cool about it. I think as a person, he's he's pretty cool. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, so this is what I do, part of why I'm uh, starting a podcast, because if you let me talk, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I highly recommend that book to anyone who has any curiosity in um, in astrophysics. Uh, it, the first, I think, 12 pages give you a very brief and wonderful history of our universe that basically go from you know, uh, what we would call the Big Bang to now. Um, and, and it's just amazing how he did it. Like, I got chills when I read it. It's very cool. So, moving on, the angry part of my podcast, uh, I really wanted to talk about something that just pissed me off recently, and that is insurance companies. Um, I'm sure that there are plenty of you out there who have your own um, horrific insurance company stories. I, I, I've never had like a really horrible issue with them personally. I do have friends and family members who have just gone through the ringer with them. Um, and it just makes me mad that they, that they, it's mandatory. You are legally required to have health insurance. You are legally required to have car insurance. When you rent or own a home, you have to have insurance for that. I mean, you're just, you are forced to have all these kinds of insurances and these insurance companies can charge you whatever the hell they want and then do everything in their power to get out of actually helping you when the time comes for them to do their damn jobs. And this just blows my mind that it is legally required to have insurance, but they are not legally required to do what the insurance is supposed to do. Why have it if they're not going to actually help you? Uh, what spurred this on for me was that um, I recently went and got some dental work done. It's the first time I'd been to the dentist in, in many years because I don't like dentists. Um, I find many of them to be rude and uh, never had a really great experience with one. Um, and they're expensive. <laughs> they're really, really expensive. So I used my dental insurance through work and I finally went and you know, got some deep cleanings. They said I needed it before I could get my wisdom teeth out, which are growing in all sideways and shit. Um, anyway, long story short, I did this back in September. I apparently got a letter in December from my insurance company about it, um, but I didn't know about it because I was sitting on my uh, fiance's desk for about a month before I noticed it, a month or two. And Basically what had happened is when I went in to talk to them about my wisdom teeth, they said, oh, you need to do all this work on your mouth before you can get your wisdom teeth out because um, your your mouth is going to have to recover and it's going to be really hard if your mouth, 
you know, isn't in the best shape. So we got to get it all up to shape first. Okay, whatever. You guys are the experts. Fine. Deep clean my freaking mouth. That's what they did. And that was back in September. And they told me, okay, this is the amount you pay out of pocket, which I paid. And then this is the amount the insurance is going to cover. I'm like, okay, cool. They had looked it all up for me and figured it out and took care of it. Three months later, I got a letter from the insurance company saying that a dental consultant reviewed my whatever and said that uh, they didn't deem it necessary work. So they're not going to cover it because they're only going to cover stuff that's absolutely medically necessary. What the fuck? How can you come back to me three months after I've already gotten this done, already paid, already been told that you guys are covering the rest of it, just to say, yeah, we're not actually going to cover that because we don't think you really needed it. You haven't met me. You're not a fucking doctor. Excuse my language. You're, you're not the dentist. How is it possible that you get to sit here and play doctor, play dentist, and act like you know what it is that I need when you haven't even met me? I need to take a second to breathe there. Tell you what. Tell you what, insurance companies. You can come down, take a look at my mouth, and decide what it is that you think that I need to have done to my mouth. And then you can tell me what exactly it is that you're going to pay for. My mother was in a car accident many, many years ago. Um, the little weird bone on her ankle basically just popped off, fucked up her foot for the rest of her life. She was in pain for years. And the insurance company, I think she had State Farm, basically put her through the ringer, kept on telling her she had to go see another doctor, get another opinion, see another doctor, get another opinion, see another doctor, get another opinion, for years and years and years until she, um, she wasn't having the same amount of pain anymore. She had had like a screw put in there. She was on all these pain meds. It had healed after a while. So she still gets like creaks and groans in it. And sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's okay. But basically they finally got to the point where years later, they're like, eh, see, it's not so bad. You don't really need all that much money. And finally, they paid her out. But they made her wait until it wasn't that bad. What, how is that possibly okay? There needs to be a lot more um, regulation of this shit. Because people are suffering. And they're being required to pay hundreds of dollars every single month for shit that's not actually going to help them. It's just a waste of money. In some cases, uh, I'd wager in a, in a good number of cases... You'd probably save a lot more money if you just didn't have insurance for years and years and years, saved all those hundreds of dollars, and then just paid out of pocket when some shit happened to you. I'm not saying it's going to be the case every time, but for a lot of people out there, yeah, I think that would be the case. So fuck you, insurance companies. You make me really fucking angry. Whew. I feel better. Um, so yeah, if you guys have any of your stories you want to share, please feel free to call in. I'll share it. Um, I'm going to move on now because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get right back into it. What was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah, things that, uh, that I am excitedly nerdy about. So my, my favorite nerdy thing of the day, um, I wanted to talk about Black Panther because I just went and saw it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, my God, I'm such a huge fan of Black Panther. I always have been. I, I never read the comics. I don't really know who Black Panther even was until um, one of the most recent Marvel movies came out. I did think it was a very good movie. Uh, I, I do think the Black Panther character is super cool. I very much enjoyed watching it. Um, I, I am so happy to see that there is a movie where there's a token white guy <laughs> instead of one token black guy. And that's really cool. Um, and I can't tell you like 
how many, um, you know, black families and black kids that were running around. And it was, I felt like happy for them that they had somebody on screen who was badass to represent them. Um, I know how it feels being a woman to, um, to finally have a woman on screen representing me, um, being a badass and not just there as a sex symbol or, you know, piece of eye candy or kind of a pretend, you know, hero. Um, one of my heroes growing up was Xena, Warrior Princess. And yeah, she had a really short skirt and, and, you know, the cleavage and all that, but she was such a badass. She was really cool. Like, she didn't need a man's help. She could take care of herself. She was fucking awesome. Lucy Lawless is the best. Um, I just adored her. She was just super, super cool. And, um, and so I get that. I think that's really awesome. I think this is something that's needed in this time. You know, I don't know how, how anyone else feels watching it. Um, but that's kind of how I feel. So I think it's really cool. I think it's something to check out. I wish there was a lot more merchandise. Um, I would love to have some, some Black Panther merchandise to, you know, sh show my love for it and all that. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name who played it. Um, he was, he was pretty damn good looking. And so was his, uh, his evil, um, villain dude. can't remember his name either. I don't remember anybody's name except for Forrest Whitaker. Okay. It's like, I don't even remember the name of the guy who played Bilbo who was in it, but whatever. Um, yeah. So that's what I wanted to bring up. Those are some of the things that I am passionate about. I got, um, really heated talking about insurance companies and, um, hopefully you guys will check out some of my books. I would also love to hear your book recommendations. Um, like I said, I've gotten more into nonfiction lately. I do read a lot of, um, books that are geared towards atheists. So recommend some of those and have a good one, you guys. May the source be with you.